All right, welcome to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Matt Pervratsky. I'm here with Gopher Soccer head coach Stephanie Golan. Coach, you just had a semifinal victory yesterday against Nebraska to put the Gophers into the Big Ten tournament final. You guys are playing tomorrow against Penn State, um, only a few weeks after you played them um, uh, earlier this year. So you get a chance at, I don't know if revenge is the right word, but at least a second chance at, at Penn State. And for those who watched the game yesterday or even your opener against Rutgers, they were pretty complete performances from opening to close. And it just kind of seems like the team is peaking at the right time. Um, what do you think is uh, putting the team in the, the position to do that? You know, I think we've we've grown a lot over the course of the season. Um, you know, we, we talked about it today in, in our film session and scout session that, you know, uh, we, we reported on August 1st and we've played 21 games since then. And, you know, we've we've grown a lot over the, the course of the season. And, you know, we've got a senior class who um, has high expectations. They set the, the standard really, really high and they live up to that. Um, you know, you look at uh, you look at April, and you know you have the conversation with with her as we're getting into Big Ten play. That you know, last year she didn't have to be a goal scorer because she had Sid and Jay scoring the goals, so she could be that playmaker and that that kid just setting everybody else up. But this year, you know, we needed her role to be uh, to be different, and she stepped up and answered that challenge. You know, some kids crumble under a little bit of pressure and. You know, we're having kids who are stepping up, um, kind of realizing that they've got to do a little bit more, and that they, you know, they've got to kind of uh, lead lead the way, not just be somebody who's out there working hard, but making things happen. So, I think it's those, uh, you know, those seniors realizing that the season could end at any time and wanting to extend it as, as much as they, they can. Everybody else having grown over the course of the of the season and they really enjoy one another, you know, and they want to continue to to play. So um, I, I think it's a combination of things that's, you know, put them in the in the position to be playing as well as we are right now. Well, and you've had, it, it will never kind of be the headline of, of the game because the headline is that, you know, April scores two goals and you win. Right. But you really yesterday had to adjust a little bit too with Nikki not feeling super well and not being able to play the full 90, which is, you know, really rare for her. It kind of shows mm -hmm. how, how sick she must have been. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've gone through these phases this year where early in the year, Nikki and Athena are playing in the middle because Petey's coming back and then Petey yeah. comes back and settles in. And then yesterday, you know, of all games, uh, you know, yeah. Catherine Billings has to come in and play it right back. Winningstad mm -hmm. moves to the left back. And it's basically mm -hmm. a makeshift or a, or a little bit of a first type of look at that type of back line. And they still eventually hold on for the shutout. I mean, that was that is not easy to do. And it, it to me, it was almost crazy as it was happening. I mean, how do you get a player like Catherine Billings ready to go in and play those major minutes in basically a do or die game? Yeah, and, you know, Bill um, has, has been awesome, you know, this year. And, you know, when when she started to be the one to, to play when we're building uh, PD back up in her minutes as she got she got cleared, you know, she's, she's a kid who she works hard every day, you know, and she has some limitations athletically, um, you know, but she, she understands our system. She has complete buy-in. She loves her teammates. She loves the program and she's going to give you everything that she has. And, you know, the, the piece for her 
that she's learned over the course of time and that, you know, we talked to her after the game yesterday because I thought she was, she was great. You know, she played a hundred percent within herself and that made her super effective and not a liability. And so, you know, we, we knew going into the game that, um, you know, there was a possibility that, uh, that Nikki wasn't going to be full go and there was a possibility she wasn't going to be able to go at all. Um, you know, and so Billings was, uh, was the next choice if we were going to stay in the, in the back four, which ultimately we stayed in the whole game. We had also walked through with the team, a three, five, two, should we have chosen to adjust to that? Cause I thought that would have matched up against, um, Nebraska system pretty well. So, we had options, uh, but you know we we trust Billings. We tr- we trust her, uh, you know her commitment to getting this done, and she she was fantastic. Yeah, and there's I mean there's so many players who I think seem to be playing like really at their their highest level of potential, or at least kind of playing toward the top of their form, who are yep. kind of under the radar players. But I mean you have tons of girls across the board who have just kind of up their game a little bit at the right time like tj's playing hard um mm-hmm. you have so many folks who are i mean athena's always been been good but she really seems to be just all over the place um and i mean we can let's jump in a little bit and try and talk about um some of the some of the players who made it onto the the regular season awards ballot um first and and maybe not surprising to anyone april bakken you know first team all big 10 um, offensive player of the year like you said she's really stepped up and been even more of a scorer and for those uh-huh. who have watched the games I mean what I appreciate most about her game is her ability to be kind of that sniper on defense really uh-huh. to sneak in on that press there's nothing I love more than when she kind of like sneaks up and steals one um, but then uh-huh. on the flip side you know she can just get behind the defense I mean she can really kind of make it happen in a number of ways I mean, talk about her and what her, um, even over the course of this year, to be honest, she's really kind of, I think, evolved um, even since the beginning. Talk about kind of her journey to this this level of performance to be the, you know, the offensive player of the year. Yeah, you know, again, um, starting out at the at the beginning of the season and the non-conference play, um, you know, she was she was focused more so on being a playmaker and creating a lot of opportunities. You know, she. Uh, she stayed in the width a lot, um, you know, with attack and length. It was super exciting getting in behind and putting balls across and, you know, putting us in positions to be able to, to be a little bit dangerous. And she's awesome at that, you know, like getting the ball at her feet. Um, you know, she kind of dances with the ball a bit. Like she's very, very fluid with what she does. And she's so fast with the ball at her feet too that she can really get uh, get a defense on their on their heels um, but she's so quick and her timing and her reading the game is so good that she can also be really really dangerous on the restraining line and, and a threat to be able to be played behind and there's certain games where we've actually started her central as opposed to in the width and then you know as, as she started getting a lot more comfortable being that player who can get played in behind, and when she's uh, when she's central too, she does a really nice job of balancing off Molly and finding pockets that uh, that work well with where Molly's showing up to where they can combine a little bit. Uh, they're, they're essentially, you know, as she she's gotten comfortable with that, now you'll see her throughout the flow of a game more so than ever before, uh, kind of reading what the game is is giving and adjusting her position with the other forwards to put her in a position to be dangerous and make us more dangerous you know she's got the freedom to uh to kind of do that throughout the the course of a game um you know she's uh she certainly finishes well with either foot 
she's she's a threat to combine. She's a threat one v one. You know, and, and like you said, one of our favorite pieces about her as well is what she provides us from a defensive standpoint in our press. When she is on, you know, the rest of the team is on with her. And I think um, a good a good person to move on to now too, Molly Fiedler, playing in the midfield. Um, you know, made it onto third team. You know, I would argue she probably belonged a little higher than that. But I think mm-hmm. she, you know, that I suppose they kind of, there's all the tough things to balance that all the other coaches balance. But, right. I mean, if someone watches a game, I would just say if someone has not watched the Gophers all year and they decide to listen to this and they decide to turn in for the very first time to a Gopher soccer game tomorrow for the final, just watch Molly Fiedler, watch number six in the midfield for just any chunk of time. And she is just a stone-cold killer. I mean, she plays, she goes all the way back to the back line when she has to. She goes all the way to the opponent's end line if she has to. She and Heslin are just covering that ground in the midfield. But Molly, when she gets that ball and she just starts attacking the back line, yeah. there's no, there's nothing like it. I mean, talk yeah. about what she means to to the team playing kind of centrally for the, for the, whole, the whole unit. Yeah, you know, Molly's kind of a, uh, the total package. Um, you know, she's super, super quick, super dynamic, can cover a lot of ground and do it quickly, reads the game really well on both sides of the ball. So, again, within the press, you know, she's, she shows up at the right times. You know, she's, she rips the ball off at midfield a ton uh, and transitions very quickly out of it. She's so good in tight spaces. You know, players can play her balls into her kneecaps and she's going to bring it down with that first touch under pressure and somehow work her way between three people to be able to run at uh, run at the other team's backs and you know, slip April in or you know uh, recognize those moments when we're, we're starting to go that it's not on and can hold the ball up and you know uh, just connect a few simple passes to open a team up and, and be able to, to be dangerous and the, the piece that she's really added to her game this year is her timing to, to get some runs inside the, the 18 as we're attacking the flanks. So sometimes she's going to be a near post slasher. Sometimes she's going to be late and at the top of the, the box, an option for us to, to chop the ball back. She's just super, super smart and, you know, recognizes that the more she's on the ball, uh, the better our rhythm and the more uh, the more our team finds itself in the attacking third. And so she's, uh, you know, she takes a lot on and, you know, she, she really, really um, drives our team. And I, the next one we'll talk about, Patricia Ward made the all-freshman team. Um, I, I'll use her as kind of a way to talk about even a bigger issue. I think last year, and even this year, people kind of always refer to you guys as a second-half team. I think part of that is because you focus on fitness. You're always able to play the full 90. You know, you have a lot of grit. You play solid uh-huh. defense. So that tends to mean you can bounce back in the second half. But I think last year, a lot of the times, I think that meant that you almost started kind of slow, almost uh-huh. sometimes even sluggish, and then worked into a really good rhythm. And this year almost the whole year, even when you play not so well in the whole game, I've thought you've started really well in games. Like there's been a really good jump start. And I think part of that, especially later in the year, the middle of the year had to do with Patricia Ward out on the wing. Um, she's some, if I had to describe her to someone, I mean, she just has so much potential and not, not just long-term potential, but there's always a potential when the ball's at her foot that a dangerous play might happen. I mean, she's so physically gifted and so dangerous. 
Um, and I know you just love her play. Talk a little bit about Patricia and what it means to kind of get that All-Big Ten um, freshman team recognition. Yeah, I mean, she's she's somebody who I think the reason why she ended up with that recognition is because despite the fact that she doesn't have, like, big numbers, she's somebody who's on everybody's scouting report because she does have, you know, that athleticism. She's got that quickness. She can go at you 1v1 and whip balls in, you know. Um, defensively, she can cover ground and do it really, really quickly. And, you know, she's still, um, you know, there's there's a learning curve as a, as a freshman She's stepped into a big role, uh, you know, as a as a pretty consistent starter here this year, um, and in our system and what we ask of our kids, you know, you've gotta you've gotta grow into your your confidence in your decision making, um, you know, and uh, your willingness to lay it out on a on a consistent basis, and you know when when that kid is is on and when she's confident. Um, you know, she is a huge threat. And if you, you know, when, when her and April are on the field at the same time for long periods, if you fall asleep on, uh, on one, the other one is going to is gonna hurt you. And so she's, uh, you know, like you said, she has a lot of long-term potential as, as well as, you know, we, we develop her a little bit uh, technically and tactically along the, along the way. We think she's got huge potential uh, in the future for us. And now we'll move into, I guess, what I will describe as uh, these players did not make the all-conference squads, but they're all players that I thought had had the potential or really had earned that level of recognition. Mm-hmm. So we'll just very roughly call them the equal-time soccer all-Big all, all Ten team. Um, uh, Athena Kuhn in the back line had you know a really strong freshman year last year as a midfielder she goes mm-hmm. back to center back a little bit out of necessity but also because she's just such a strong you know defender and she's so solid um she has just been an absolute brick wall back there both kind of one-on-one and systematically um what's it been like for you guys to see her kind of change and grow in that role as a as a center back yeah, you know, Athena is is a kid who is going to do whatever the team needs of her. Um, you know, she uh, she has a great deal of athletic potential. She's one of the most coachable kids that I've ever had the pleasure of, of coaching. You know, she looks you in the eye. She shakes her head, yes, I got it. You know, she asks questions if she needs more clarification. Um, you know, but for a kid to have never for one day played on a back line, um, before we made the move, uh, you know, after, uh, after PD was out, you know, you would never know that this year. And I think that that's a tremendous, you know, testament to her work rate and her commitment to doing what the team needs. And I think she started off, you know, doing it because the team needed it, but I think she's starting to realize how good she can be there. Um, you know, we certainly feel like, uh, she's, she's made a huge impact for us. Uh, you know, she, she is. She's very tough um, as as an individual defender. She's got the the pace and the athleticism to be able to cover the ground, uh, you know, as a second defender and clean up space that's in behind. Um, she's growing technically and her ability to play different kinds of balls uh, as as we're in possession. Um, you know, and she's a tremendous competitor. Uh, we we definitely know that we made the right decision to move her into the back line. Um, you know, as, as we had to make an adjustment with PD being out. Mm-hmm. And uh, staying on the back line, I think, you know, the work that Nikki Albrecht did as a center back for 
the good chunk of the first part of the season, and then now she's back in her outside back role, and she's got kind of gotten down the pitch a little bit more. We've seen maybe not the the really um, super bomb down the field left back runs from her, huh. but she has been kind of taking that space and stretching the defense. And she, I think, just kind of start to finish, even playing the different roles, has been so solid back there um and you know still just a junior what's it been like having nikki back there to be able to hold down the center back spot before pd came back and now to be at outside back again yeah no she's been tremendous and you know that's it's, it's tough especially as you know as pd starts to work her way in of having to to play the dual roles right you know to go from being a center back to an outside back and then having to go back to that uh a little bit so uh she she did a great job balancing that um you know when she was a center back i thought she was uh she did a really solid job there she's a vocal leader you know somebody who is going to work her tail off uh you know strong in the air she does a lot of things really really well and getting her back as uh as an outside back for this last part of the season as as pd's been able to play full games i think has been huge um you know because she is somebody who is a threat as she gets forward i think her having been a center back for a good chunk of the season made her have to grow in her distribution um you know i think that the the types of balls that uh that she can play now um is is definitely um is definitely a lot more dangerous uh, than what, what she's been in the in the past. In the past, you know, for that role, she's she was only looking to combine to get out. Now she she's looking for that, but she's also able to recognize, you know, when uh, maybe that wide player is showing off of the restraining line, and there's a second runner that's coming in. She could play a texture ball in behind to get us uh, to get us in that way as well. Um, you know, she's got a handful of assists this year coming from some of those balls that she's been able to play. So, you know, Nikki, um, Nikki definitely a very talented player on our back line and, you know, has done a good job this year. And kind of sitting right in front of that back line, um, Emily Heslin, who's just a true kind of workhorse number six, um, and I think contributes to, you know, Molly Fiedler being able to to roam as well as she does is the fact that, um, you know, Heslin's kind of sitting in there as a gritty defensive midfielder um you know those two if people again if people haven't watched the gophers before and this is your first time you know getting to watch the squad just watch the ground that those two cover in the midfield and the amount of times you see them breaking up a play and stopping the opposing uh-huh. attack um and heslin is just kind of a an engine back there in yep. front of that back line what's it meant to have her back there as you kind of work through those back line changes yeah, I think when you when you have a kid like um who, you know, has been as super solid as she's been over the, the years throughout the, the program and somebody who's super committed, always doing everything at top speed. Um, you know, she's uh we, we could be doing walkthroughs and the kid is attacking it like it's a World Cup, which is fantastic. So, you know, having somebody who displays that um, day in and day out and for a new back line to know that you've got somebody like that sitting in front of you protecting you 
um, is is absolutely huge. And you know, from a, from an attacking standpoint, you know, the the kid can play a laser ball on a diagonal um, to get us out of trouble. She's she's somebody who uh, recognizes when we've been locked into one side for too long, and you know, changes the point of attack under a little bit of pressure to to get us out the other way. Um, you know, I think uh, I think as we've moved later into the season and we've we've been playing more of a double six now. Um, you know, that's actually freed her up to be able to get forward a little bit more, um, you know, because she has that other player who's sitting there to where when she knows she, when she releases, she's already got somebody who's, who's holding for her. Uh, you know, I think, I think there's still some special things that could happen for her. Mm-hmm. And I think one more I'll mention, um, just because we, we mentioned Patricia Ward making the all freshman team, I would say you know, not far behind her, or maybe even in the same conversation, just in a, a very different way stylistically would be Megan Gray, um, <laughs> who has been just kind of absurdly consistent for a freshman. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you and I have talked before, and I kind of joked, like, it's not that she's really fast. It's not that she has, like, right. a, you know, an otherworldly shot. She's not, she's not um, you know, she's not extremely good at any single one thing. She's just so, like, um, solidly good at everything. She's just so yeah. consistent. And I think one time I, I described her in a tweet as like being able to defend like an outside back, being able to pass like a midfielder, being able to attack and make runs like a, like a winger, like an attacker. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. you just can't believe when you watch the game that she's a freshman, just her consistency. Um, and she's played a pretty big role for you guys too. Yeah, and you know she's somebody who we also put up for the all freshman teams. So she, you, you've hit on every player that, uh, that that's been put forward for uh, for the different awards, and you know she's um, Meg is kind of the uh, the ultimate uh, utility type player. Um, you know she's she's been playing as a as a wide forward for us this year. You know, she could be an outside back in the future. She could be someplace in our midfield. You know, there's a lot of different things that, that she can do. And she's another one who's a, a great student of the game. You know, she asks good questions. And, you know, as as we're working through with her, different things that, um, that she can exploit, you know, she really listens and really goes in and tries to apply what uh what the game is giving and so you know we uh the, the first time we played penn state she she went in and you know i thought she was uh she was off to a good start and then you know rolls her ankle um and, and so you know she's been the, the great thing is you know she it was a pretty significant ankle sprain and she took a couple days off and then you know she's right back there um you know, with it taped up and, you know, diligent in her rehab and putting herself in a position to be able to try to finish the season as, as strong as she can and help her team any way that, uh, that she can. So she's got the mentality, you know, she's got the, uh, she's got the, the soccer IQ, uh, to be able to take information and apply information. And she's super, super gritty. You know, that's one of the things that we love about the kid is she's super serious and competes like hell every day. She had this. Uh, she had a play early this year where um, she assisted on a game winner, scored a goal or something. And I interviewed her after the game, and I said, "You know, what's it like to try and come in and play a significant role as a freshman?" And for those who didn't follow closely, you know, four of the freshman class actually came in early, but mm-hmm. all the way back in January. And she wasn't even one of those. She came into camp right. in August, or you know, when you know the the summer into the fall. 
um, the way a kind of a traditional freshman does. So she didn't have this head start that even other freshmen on the team did. And I asked her, I said, what was it like to jump in and like play this role right away? And she just basically gave the most composed, thoughtful answer of just saying, I knew it was going to be a competition. I knew we'd have to earn it. So I just came in and, and just fought for it. And she just gave this amazing, you know, for this freshman, first time she's interviewed, just gives this knockout answer. So she just, yep. she just clearly is ready to just go out and compete. So it's just, it's, it's great to see players kind of going in and doing that. Um, yep. And and so you you face off against Penn State tomorrow, 11 a.m. on the Big Big Ten Network. Um, what are you guys focusing on to kind of get ready to go in and compete tomorrow? Well, you know, the last go around with uh, with Penn State, um, you know, it was it was a different game between Minnesota and Penn State than it traditionally uh, has been. Um, you know, there was a 20 mile per hour wind going directly um, down the field, so we were up against it the first half, had it with the, the, the second half, and you know, uh, it made the game actually really slow, um, which is not traditionally what the the Penn State Minnesota games are. Um, you know, as we went back and uh, and, and have analyzed film and everything else it it like our press was not on the way that it needed to be and with our press not being on our back line was too high for not having the the pressure on the ball that um that we're accustomed to to having and so we've broken down all the things that we uh that we have to be better with um heading into into the game tomorrow and we have a lot to play for you know we want that auto bid for the for the ncaa tournament because nobody's safe that's um you know that that doesn't have an auto bid right now you know i think there's uh, i think there's two teams in penn state and Rutgers in the big 10 who uh who can feel really good that they're that they're in and the rest of us are you know you never know what the committee's gonna gonna decide and so there's a lot to play for uh we've we've got to have our press on and organize our back line has, uh you know got to sort some things um some things out and then we've got to take advantage of our opportunities um you know we felt like the first the first go around uh we we had some opportunities to be more dangerous than we were uh and and you know, I think Penn State, uh, some of our some of our players who have been playing really well, um, were just okay that game. And now, with as much as there is to play for, uh, as as hard as the, the team has worked to put themselves in, in this position, uh, I'm looking forward to to watching us close this out strong. All right, thanks, Coach. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow again. It's at 11 a.m. It's on Big Ten Network. Otherwise, folks can always follow the live tweets at equal at Equal Time Soccer. Um, go for soccer, obviously, tweets, highlights throughout the game, too. Uh, Coach, good luck tomorrow, and thanks so much. Thanks, Matt, and I think everybody should do all of those. So watch and follow the tweets. <laughs>